Wistful Thinking is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, visit cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Welcome to Wistful Thinking, a podcast where we revisit beloved pieces of media from our youth to see if they're still as good all grown up. I'm Cara Gail O'Regan, and with me as always, I have my co-host Jordan Poling-Clark. Hi! And her sister Allie is back, our first repeat guest who is not Joey. Hi! Welcome back. Thanks. She gets to have a do-over because the first one that she chose was so difficult. It was really hard. <laughs> it was terrible. It was really bad. We did... What was that called? King Cole's Party. King Cole's Party. Don't watch it. You're not missing that. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Today, though, today we'll be talking about the 1997 masterpiece, Spice World, starring none other than the Spice Girls. It's a movie that doesn't really have a plot, uh, but it's an absurdist romp about the power of women's friendship and the emptiness of fame. And I loved this movie, and watching it again, I still love this movie. But Jordan uh, apparently did not feel the same. Really? Hate I it. cannot believe it. I wow. had to stop Please. it. I had to stop it 40 minutes in and take a break for a day and then come back to it. Really? I just hate it. Like, I think there's a version of this movie that is incredible, and this is not yeah. it. Yeah, that's probably... I, I agree, but I still really like this one. Mm-hmm. I still really loved it also. Good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it, because I, while I was watching it, I had a big, goofy smile on my face the entire time and laughed out loud so many times. It's so good. Um, Yesterday I listened to the How Did This Get Made episode about it. Uh, They weren't big fans of the movie either, but they did call it A Hard Day's Night Without without the Irony, um, which I misheard as A Long Day's Journey into Night Without the Irony, and that would be a very, very different movie. Uh, do either of you have anything else to say before we <laughs> nope, get into I, it? That's it. Podcast over. Yeah, podcast done. <laughs> we, we did it. Um, I, yeah, I remember loving this movie as, like, a nine-year-old and probably watching it, like, once a week and, like, trying to learn all the dance moves and, like, just loving every song. Yeah. And all of those yeah. memories came back while watching it. Yeah. I don't remember watching this, although I'm sure that I did. I was like 12. And they were, I mean, the Space Wolves were a big deal. But, like, I just, I didn't, I did not have those feelings watching it again. Like, I don't like their music. I don't, like, I feel like when I was young, I would be like, oh yeah, I like aspire to be one of them. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't feel that way watching this now <laughs> like i just i don't interesting i can't imagine why <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean yeah probably yeah. no 30 year old aspires to be a spice girl right no. uh, i did write down that i still want to be a spice girl which one <laughs> i wrote that down in my notes well i what i've realized in recent years is that i'm no one spice girl i'm all of the spice girls <laughs> mm-hmm. all mixed together yeah. in one yeah. How well, about you two? I think but if you, good. they're pretty one dimensional. Yeah, they are. I, I always had to be ginger as a kid because I had red oh, hair. Yeah, mm. but I always wanted to be baby. 
Mostly because of the lollipops that she got to always eat. <laughs> she ate a lot of lollipops. She ate a lot of, she a did. Lot of lollipops. Do you guys remember those, like, Spice Girl branded lollipops? No. Uh, oh, they were... Maybe. Some sort of, like, fancy lollipop. And they were, like, clear on the top half and red on the bottom half. I just and then, Googled it. I do remember it. Yeah. I think I remember that. Wow, yeah. They had Spice Girls candy. They must have they had, had Spice, Spice Girls, Girls everything. everything. <laughs> yeah. Truly, like, they oh, were... I do remember these were. lollipops. The thing that's so wild, though, about the Spice Girls is that their whole, like, arc of super fame happened in, like, a year and a half, So fast, yeah. yeah. And then Jerry left, and then everyone was like, right. Meh. Yeah, like five months after this movie came out, she left the group. Really? Yeah. That soon. Yeah. Um, oh, Jordan, you didn't say which Spice Girl you would be. Oh, Sporty. Oh, yeah. I because think she that, could do I a think, back handspring. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think now I would be Sporty. But. <laughs> mm. I always wanted to be Ginger but it had to be scary because of my curly hair. So <laughs> it's interesting that it, it's funny that I said ginger because of your it's red hair. It's all about hair. the hair. Yeah, like, obviously. Like that that's always the thing when you're a kid though, isn't it? Where you're like you don't get to be the one that you wanted to be. Like when we right. used to play Ninja Turtles, I always wanted to be Michelangelo, but because I was a girl and they were all boys, I had to choose last, so I never got to be Michelangelo because everyone wanted to be him. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if, do you think, like, all the really cool kids have stories of, like, getting to be the Spice Girl that they wanted to be? <laughs> I can think of Probably. one in particular that absolutely does, yeah. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> one of my friends in, like, 19, it must have been 1998, had a Spice Girl-themed birthday party. And, like, <laughs> I don't know how that worked, because there was definitely more than five people there, but, like... This one really popular girl, she, like, had to be Ginger Spice. And, like, her mom let her dye her hair. And, like, wow. no one else could be Ginger Spice. And so, yeah. She definitely has a story about how she got to be the Spice <laughs> girl that she wanted to be. Wow. <laughs> still, I still hold it about, uh, against you, Rebecca. But, um, which, which one would you be now? Well, like I said, it would be... A combination of all of you them. Although I think I've really grown into Scary Spice. <laughs> I've grown <laughs> into my role as Scary Spice. Yeah. But I think if I was like... Well, I, I'll let you two answer that question. And then I have another question. About which one we'd be now? Mm-hmm. I think we both would be Sporty Spice. I think... I would like to be a combination of sporty and ginger mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I really like in this movie and like I'm sure they kind of tried to stick to who they were a little bit but in this movie she's the smartest one she is she's got those facts yeah she's oh, always saying her. facts I love her facts and she's always yeah. like asking good questions and they're all mm -hmm. making fun of her because she's smart but I right. like her yeah yeah um if you were a spice girl but you weren't one of the pre-existing Spice Girls. <laughs> what Spice would you be? Uh, <laughs> I was going to make a really dumb joke. <laughs> and like, oh, please say do. like That's paprika or something. Oh. But um, I don't know. Okay, mm. well, I've given this a lot of thought over the years. It would definitely be Sleepy Spice. Mm. Oh, yeah. 
That's a good. I feel like I would need to ask. I feel like else. home body spice. <laughs> <laughs> Shut in spice. You would be yeah. like, you would be like organized spice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, punctual spice. <laughs> I would be like whiny spice. <laughs> I like, they all chose, like, cool words, and we couldn't, none of us could think of any cool words for ourselves. <laughs> oh, no, they it's not that I can't cool think words. of a cool word. It's just that, like, there's, there's nothing that I am more than sleepy. <laughs> then there you go. It fits very well. Mm-hmm. Mm, there's not a lot of things that I am more than I am whiny, but <laughs> I wouldn't want that to be the first thing that I told somebody <laughs> if I was presenting myself. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go with that. But the, the other advantage of being Sleepy Spice is that I would just get to wear pajamas all the time. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's true. That would be your wardrobe. Like, whiny uh-huh. spice and organized punctual spice don't really come <laughs> with, like, outfits that are clear what they are. <laughs> right. Uh, well, back to the movie. Um like I said, this doesn't have much of a plot. It kind of has a plot, which is that the Spice Girls are preparing for their first ever live performance. Yeah. Right. Uh, Meanwhile, at Royal doesn't it Albert Hall. Start off with a live performance, but not like a concert. That's okay. like a small. It's like a, I think it was like a TV setting. Thing. But so when they first did this on How Did This Get Made, they talk about that as being the plot, and I was like what the what like what are you talking about their first performance so i looked it up and like that's real like they were Mm -hmm. super duper famous before they ever even did a big concert really yeah i think yeah yeah because they were like assembled right they were you know a product to be sold right uh, before ever actually performing live. But anyway, so they're they're preparing for this concert and they have this pregnant friend and she comes in and out of the story kind of as, as needed. Um, and then also there's a documentary crew kind of following them around making a very bad documentary. Just technically not going to... Whoever has to edit that, I feel very sorry for them. Um but then there's also, in addition to the documentary crew, two American film producers slash writers who are trying to pitch a movie to their manager. So, And it might be the movie that we're watching. Right. And it may or may not be the movie, though. Right. They never tell us. They never really <laughs> clear that up. <clears throat> right. Um, but as as they cut back to these pitches that their manager is getting, we actually get to see little vignettes of what those movies would be, including Spice Force 5, mm-hmm. which I would love to see that movie, where they play like spies with superpowers and stuff. Totally. Um, what else? There's also other vignettes that don't have anything to do with the movie pictures. They're all just right. like... like- this like to me like this part is the part of the movie that could have been so funny and so weird 
and it just does the weird part kind of but it's like like that kind of like silliness and those vignettes are so british and silly Mm -hmm. but like they're just i don't like the way they did them oh i like that well i don't like the way that they like necessarily brought them all together but i do really enjoy the vignettes do you have a favorite one I honestly can't remember any of them except for the one where they were like they got off the bus to pee and they end up in the woods and then like Jerry has to kiss like what is essentially an alien yeah but that like so are we talking about like the like that stuff or like the sequences where they like like they cut to a moment where like baby's in court for or she's on trial for murder and then she like smiles and it's like I didn't do it um yeah i mean i there's not like a lot of there's not a very clear line between that stuff and what ostensibly actually happens to them in real life so i i I did a bad job paying attention at some of this and i would look down and look back up and be like i don't understand if this is real or fake (laughs) i feel like i could tell the difference i mean obviously the whole (laughs) movie is weird um and we don't know if we're watching the movie that's being made or whatever but like the they were like this like there was the sequence where they all had kids and they were like or they were talking about their kids and I think where they're Jerry like some, sometime in the distant future but really right. they're just in their 30s right, <laughs> <laughs> right. which um, is funny because most of them actually had kids like even before they were 30 yeah i guess that's true yeah well, and, like, how old were they in this movie, when they made this Like, movie? in their early like 20s. 20s, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except Jerry. She's, like, three years yeah. older than the rest of them, I think. But even, that means, like, um, I mean, I think Baby Spice was, like, 21 or something, so she was, Sounds 25. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I liked those moments. I mean, they're, the movie, like, to me, this movie is stupid and silly and weird, but that's why I like it. Yeah. Um, so I like those moments. I'm also like a big fan of a lot of British television, which I think helps because I have a lot of, especially like now as an adult, having seen that much more of it, I have like a much better frame of reference than I think a lot of Americans do for some of what happens in the movie. And like a lot of the cameos and stuff are, are like the people that actually show up in these weird vignettes are like, major british celebrities right. which yeah, makes this it is kind a of very weirder and funnier yeah yeah i mean it's it's astounding that it was successful in <laughs> the u.s at all but like anything um, they did would have been successful yeah and I, I feel yeah. like as a kid like i didn't think of it as a british movie it was just a movie that the spice girls were in that mm-hmm. i liked you know yeah and now retrospectively it's like oh, yeah. such a british movie right. um it also has Roger Moore in it for one of the James Bonds. Um, and his character doesn't make any sense at all. He just is like this weird guy who answers the phone and says weird things when the manager calls. Is he the one with all the animals? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, he says things like, when the rabbit of chaos is pursued by the ferret of disorder through the fields of anarchy, it's time to hang your pants on the hook of darkness, whether they're clean or not. That was one of the times that I laughed so hard because it makes no sense and it's wonderful. Um, 
But I actually had to purchase a DVD to, to really? watch this because it's not streaming anywhere. Um, and so I was, I was like, ooh, what kind of special features do they have on this DVD? Not much. But they did have the theatrical trailer. And there's some stuff in the theatrical trailer that is not in the movie. <laughs> and in the trailer, they introduce his character as, like, as James Bond, essentially. That, like, when shit goes down Britain and the world turns to one person in particular cuts to Roger Moore um, and then they say and when he's not available they turn to the Spice Girls so that like gave me so much more uh, context for his character I think yeah. than I like you get from actually watching the movie do you think maybe, like, all the characters are like that in this movie? Like, the first cut of it was, like, three hours long. And they were like, well, they oh. did. Yeah, they did actually have to cut out some stuff. Um, shortly before the movie came out, uh, they had to cut mentions of Princess Diana and Johnny Versace because mm-hmm. they, like, had just died. Um, and also Gary Glitter, convicted now convicted um, child pornographer, I guess, uh, filmed a four-minute cameo as himself, but shortly before the film was released, got arrested, so they had to cut that out. Wow. So that whole piece of the movie when they're in Italy, um, he was somehow involved in that scene oh. where they're making like that weird music video yeah. with the butt guys. I, oh, the they butt were in guys. Italy in that part? Yeah, they were in Milan. Yeah. I did not pick up on that. Yeah, I mean, the only reason that you know that is because there is like... Um, you see like a plane and it says like on the way to Milan. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just like a weird series of ideas. None of which are like fully fleshed out all kind of, um, propped up against this larger arc of them perform preparing to it's perform. Like, um, it's like, um, 10 music videos. Yeah. There's like weird vignettes in between. Yeah. But yeah. if that's what they did, I would have liked this better. Yeah. That cuz that yeah. wouldn't even be trying to have a plot. It would be like a weird sketch comedy show and right. I would be so on board for that. Well, the other thing that I like picked up on plot-wise was like their struggle with fame and like not yeah. wanting to be like, you know, scheduled and have all these they want their freedom, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just like like I said in the <laughs> intro like the emptiness of it and right. how like no one genuinely like w- uh, aside from each other and their pregnant friend like no one wants to like actually know them or be in their lives right. they just are um, obsessed with them because they're famous right. and that makes me wonder like since they helped write this movie like how much of that is or felt true for them yeah yeah, I'm sure that it's very true. Yeah, <laughs> This is another thing, though, that I think they just could have done a better job at, and it would have been much more, like, I would have been able to have a lot more feelings about it. But, like, their fame is so inconsistent. Like, in the beginning, they can't walk out the front door because there's, like, screaming people. And then the night before their concert, they just go out to a club and nobody notices them, even though they're singing their own they're song. They're dancing to their own music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if... If, like, if they had tried to go out to that club with their friend and had been, like, bombarded and, like, not able to do it, like, that's so much more effective at telling that story Yeah. than just being like, oops, they're not famous right now. 
Although I would, I would, I would posit this that everyone in the club has, you know, like what they're wearing or like all sorts of things. And Posh even remarks on it. She was like, "What even is the dress code here?" So it's possible that they were able to fly under the radar because people just assumed they were costumes. Heck no, I don't believe that for a <laughs> second. <laughs> I tried. Yeah. Um. I did like their relationship with their friend a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're, they're like, they didn't give a shit about men, like, at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that was great. Yeah. Um, even for their friend. Like, she was, like, <laughs> in the beginning of the movie when she's first introduced, she, like, comes in where they're all hanging out. And so, like, all six of them are just sitting together. And they're like, oh, like, how's Trevor? And she's like, he left. Like, very casual. Her baby right. daddy left her. And she's, like, about to have a baby. And she doesn't seem to care. Yeah, she cares, but like barely. And like, yeah. like part of me was like, "Cool, like they don't need they don't need a man." <laughs> but also, like he left her with yeah. their baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I feel like that feeds the whole, you know, girl power, and we're here yeah, to support you. I'm sure that's you. why. Yeah, I'm sure that's why they did. Yeah. That. But yeah, I liked that they like had this friend who was not famous, right? And they were just like, no, friendship and loyalty and all this. Yeah, and they all seem to really actually like each other. Right. Like, they have really good chemistry and camaraderie. And I would also say, they're not bad actresses. No. Yes, they are. I, I, well, no, they're, they're also playing... They're terrible they're like, actresses! They're playing, like, more extreme versions of themselves. Yeah. So I feel like they just have to be, you know, extra. And it comes off... Yeah, that's true. ...comes off fine. But it, you know, yeah, silly. I mean, it's fine for what this is, but right. they're not actresses. <laughs> did any of them act after? Uh, yeah, some of them did. Here's my here's my fun bus factoid oh, that I mm-hmm. talked about before we started recording. So at some point in this movie, there's a bomb on the bus right. for some reason um, on their way to their concert. So the bomb on the spice bus sequence parodied Speed from 1994 in which a bus that is rigged to explode if it drops below 50 miles per hour Keanu Reeves who played Jack in that film start opposite of Lori Petty in Point Break and Emma Victoria and Jerry all three of them auditioned for the lead role in Tank Girl which actually went to Lori Petty yeah isn't that wild yeah I would love to see Jerry in Tank Girl she'd be so good Except she still can't act, I don't think. Yeah. But I feel like that's, like, part of my problem with their acting is, like, exactly what you said, Allie, which is that, like, like they were already characters, and now they're playing, like, heightened version of those characters because they're in this movie. It's just, like, not... It's so one-dimensional. Yeah. And, like, cartoonish. Yeah. But I feel like that's the point I guess I just want more for them than that yeah Uh. but I feel like that also like plays into like because they there's parts where they talk about how they're stereotyped and like how they don't want to be and I'm sure that a lot of that is also real feelings yeah, like the scene where they all dress up like each other. And then yeah, I love that scene so much. <laughs> I love it. 
when they're just dressing up like as like when the there's like a Sandy and a Danny from Greece. I oh my love God. that. Every time that Sporty Spice so is in drag, I just like die a little bit, like <laughs> so in the best good. way. I just she should do that more often. <laughs> um, do you guys? Because I mean, the real what's the best part about this movie, obviously, is like the outfits. Yes, hundred percent agree. Any favorite looks? Uh, I hate all of them. I oh my God. love Jordan. when they're all in the white in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, that has always stood out to me the most. And like they're all, you know, it's like they match, but they all have their own version of yeah this white outfit. Well, they do that in the um the boot camp right. scene too, where they all have camo, <laughs> but they all have have it styled differently. Yeah. I love that. I remember like like turning that part, like or rewinding that part back so much as a kid trying to learn <laughs> that that chant <laughs> strength and courage and wonder bra yep. yeah um and their their shoes their platform shoes those oh shoes God. are bonkers. they're ridiculous they are so ridiculous they're like they were actually more ridiculous than i remembered yeah. them being because they're like what like five or six inches of just platform <laughs> yeah, they're so tall I don't know how they walked in them. I just feel like like everything they wore was like the worst part about the nineties. <laughs> like and their hair was like the worst part about the nineties. It's like the it's like the stuff you wanna you don't wanna look back and see yourself wearing. <laughs> I would still wear pretty much everything in this movie. Including, but not limited to, at one point, Scary Spice what was, is wearing what I thought was just a zebra print blazer, but it turns out it, it's like a zebra print blazer over a zebra print jumpsuit. That's amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's really great. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, like, of course, I'd never want to see myself with that hairstyle or those clothes, but seeing them, <laughs> seeing it on them is so cool. Like, they were just so cool to me. And they Agreed. still are. I still think they're so cool. Agreed. And, like, I don't think that I ever listened. Like, I didn't listen to their CDs. I just, you know, would listen to those songs on the radio and really just watch this movie over and over again. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I just loved it so much. Yeah. Did you know they were actually recording Spice World while they were also filming Really? This? Yeah. So they really were, like, as busy as they are in this movie. Because hmm. they were, like, doing appearances and performances and recording and starring in a movie. That's a lot. Um, yeah, it really is a lot. Their bus driver is... It's Meatloaf! <laughs> <laughs> There's a part at the end where he's, like, dancing while they're performing, and that was one of my favorite parts. <laughs> well he um not only is he in the movie but a man by the name of richard o'brien who plays the creepy photographer guy mm-hmm. um was riffraff in rocky horror picture show so it actually reunited the two of them oh from 1975 
um, another camp is that's why okay that's why when I google Spice World another movie that it suggests for me is Rocky Horror Picture Show <laughs> is that why do you think probably yeah probably that happened yesterday and I was like mm, that's I don't know about that uh, I mean I think it's part of a lineage maybe sure I mean they're both musical movies <laughs> <laughs> um, another cameo but I mean I, I'm assuming before he was in much but Dominic West who is in yeah. The Wire and a bunch of other stuff he plays a photographer yeah. in this. Yeah, it was one of his first roles. And I oh. saw him and I was like, oh, who is that guy? He looks really It was familiar. hard to identify him Wait, for a who second. Is, who did he play? He was a photographer um, when they were... I don't know what photo shoot was that. Oh. Oh. It was like pretty early yeah. in the movie. Okay. We have other factoids here. Uh... Both Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie are in this. They came to fame as Hugh and Laurie, but most people in the U- in the U.S. know Stephen Fry as Doctor House. Mm-hmm. Um, he admitted on an episode of QI, which is a British um, talk show, that he took the role in the film because it allowed him to get autographed posters for the, of the Spice Girls for his nephews, which he claimed was like 10 Christmases for them. Um, apparently a lot of the people who did cameos in this movie did it so that they could get like autographed stuff for their kids <laughs> or, nephews or whatever. Like, uh, Yeah, there were some interesting There people. is also um, one of the guys from Kids in the Hall. Oh yeah, he's one of the American Yeah, like, like the he's only the writer American. guy. <laughs> Oh, no, there's two yeah. Americans, yeah. Yeah, it was him and uh, George Went from right. TV. Stuff. And, like, Elvis Costello is the bartender. Mm-hmm. And Elton John's in it for, like, three seconds. Elton John is in it, I forgot. He's he, like, I don't know, I don't, yeah, in the very beginning, they, like, hug and kiss, and then they're like, okay, bye! Like, and that's yeah, it. apparently he and the Spice Girls are very good friends, and he is the godfather to at least some of their children. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm looking at their outfits in the um, in the wannabe video, and I do like their outfits in the wannabe video. I think they're wearing like the like bare minimum of what their character requires, mm-hmm. and I do really like it. But I think everything so you like else, the toned like, down version, yeah. Oh yeah, that sequin bodysuit that Jerry wears is so good. So out of place. I really like it. <laughs> She's like never wearing pants. <laughs> yeah. She's <is> never <laughs> wearing pants. You're so right. She'll wear like That's a huge like jacket and then just like no <laughs> pants. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Sorry, I got distracted. Also looking at okay. pictures. Um, well, and then there's also the whole storyline of, like, the newspaper tabloid guy who wants to right, take them yeah. down. Uh, who's supposed to be Rupert Murdoch, and he oh, just hates the Spice geez. Girls so much. Even though, like, and he hates them because they're on the cover of his tabloid every day, but, like, they're selling really well because the Spice Girls are on the cover. It's very confusing as to why he doesn't like right. them. I mean, he wants to take down girl power, I think is what he says. Which is pretty on brand for Rupert Murdoch, I guess. There's a lot of men in this movie who are trying to exploit them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They seem pretty immune to it, which I like. Mm -hmm. Um, Because they're basically just like, ha ha, silly men, they think they can tell us what to do. Ha ha, we're going to do whatever we want anyway. 
and that's kind of how they treat like everybody Mm -hmm. um but yeah there's a lot of like evil men behind closed doors like deciding how they're gonna exploit the spice girls oh that's so weird i wonder where they got that idea no that never happens (laughs) i thought i would have so much more to say about this movie but i just it just brings me so much joy (laughs) that i can't really translate into actual words what's your favorite part oh my goodness my favorite part that's so hard to say Um, what came to your mind first i think the boot camp scene why were they doing that well the guy was supposed to be a dance teacher but then didn't know how to dance (laughs) yeah they were much better dancers than him um but like immediately following that like the next morning that they're all hanging out in this beautiful like colorful garden tent in their bathrobes just like hanging out yeah i like that a lot yeah i love that basically like any time that they're just like hanging out just being themselves i really like that but i also like the parts where they're doing character work yeah i like the <laughs> so part, i just like the whole thing i like the part when they were in their bathrobes because they all had the same outfit on <laughs> mm-hmm. just, just a different color. different colors but different colors yeah and it was like appropriate colors too like baby had the pink one on whatever but yeah. like i i like it when they're not in their costumes because like i don't like that part of it i think that part of it's icky like I'm going to use the word one-dimensional again. But, like, I just think it's gross. Because, like, also, like, they had to do that in real life, and I think that's gross. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. In, I'm sure even more in real life than in this movie, there is a bunch of creepy-ass men, you know, figuring out how they were going to make a shit ton of money off them, and that required them to be these one-dimensional people. Right. And I don't like that at all. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but that's yeah. so true. Stop ruining those stories. I can't help it. I have my lady lens on. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you're right. You're definitely right. I just really like fun costumes. I do too. I like costumes. But, like, I think to call this empowering and, like, call this girl power, like, it's it's not. Yeah. There are some parts, like, that are on the right path. Right. But No. Yeah, that would have been a totally different movie. You're right. So if we remade it today, <laughs> uh, what would the plot be? Would they be... Would they? So we... Before we started recording, Kara and I were watching like their reunion shows. So like the Spice Girls now or the Spice Girls 10 years ago. And I liked that so much better than watching them when they were in their early 20s. Because they look like women now. They look, mm-hmm. like, empowered. They look happy. Um, they they are still kind of in character, but not nearly like they were 20 years ago. Um, and I actually enjoy watching that much more. And even though I'm sure there's some kind, of, there's still some kind of, like, icky exploitation to it, like, for some reason I, I, I attach much more, like, power to them doing this as, like, full-grown adults. And, yeah. like, I could mm-hmm. be totally wrong. Like, I don't know their lives, I don't know their stories, I don't know how they got here, but. Well, because most of them are, like, they're, they've already been famous, they already have money, although I was reading some of their Wikipedia articles, and at least Mel B has had some financial issues, but, like, it's not like 
they're they're not caught in that like vortex of super fame right. like they were in the 90s where like they just had to keep going and going and going and going because like what if this all goes away and then it did yeah um you know so like the fact that they're getting back together later on it's like more of a choice to be doing this stuff and they are adults and they know themselves better and right. and they know that they don't have to do the full character um yeah and they're already like established yeah and for for the obsession that our our culture has with youth i think that people really do get better as they age yeah. because mm-hmm. they are more comfortable with themselves and they know more about the world and life and you know right um well and it yeah. was cool like what other girl group can you think of that performs in their 30s are there any um like so even even just to see like five 30 something women like performing together and like dancing together like that's cool yeah yeah it's because they're not even that old but it's like old just older than you usually see you know (laughs) and they still look great Yeah, uh, the woman actually that plays their manager's assistant, Deborah, mm-hmm. um, she is on, well, it's not on anymore, but she was on this wonderful British show called Home Fires, mm-hmm. which is about, it takes place during World War Two, and um, it's a small village in, like, northwest England, and the women have, like, come together to, like, you know, keep the town together and, like, keep their families fed and whatever, and she's on that show, and she's really good. Hmm. Actually, I liked so, her in this, but they didn't use her enough. They didn't. No, they definitely yeah. didn't. But go watch Home Fires. It's good. It's sad, Home but it's good. I, in watching, like, the opening credits of this, my my first note about this movie is this is a lot of cheesy hand motions. And, like, <laughs> Can you imagine, like, your life, and also you had to do that amount of cheesy hand motions? Like, <laughs> and they have to fake do a sexy lot face. of it. It, it, Like, like I can't even imagine having to do that. I do have a habit of gesticulating wildly while I talk, though. So it's, <laughs> it's actually not that hard to imagine. I'm a hand talker. Yeah, I don't know. I had a note about that too, about the opening, about like just the the like the silly faces they had to make in the camera. I mean, they're not silly; they're they're supposed to be sexy, but they kind of come but off as so silly. They're so over the top, <laughs> right? But they are silly. And how many times they probably had to shoot that? Yeah, I do Still, like very much like women and like young women through like a man's gaze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah, I don't know. I was gonna go with that. Um, I did like there was that one in the in the beginning when they're in that room rehearsing. They do actually. It seems like at least they do actually sing during mm-hmm. that one rehearsal song. Yeah, it's like a really nice kind of acoustic version yeah. of. Although, um, then the the I guess like the musical director I guess is he says something like. 
what does he say? I wrote it down somewhere. Oh, yeah. Was like, that was absolutely perfect without actually being any good. Something yeah. like that. It's like, well, which is bullshit because it was great. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Also, yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> right. Like, oh, that was great, except I don't actually like any of this music. I, I don't know. It was, it's weird. I also think it's. I might be thinking too hard about this, but. So they have this whole, like, girl power, like, thing that also required that all five of them be best friends with each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, you don't see that in, like, man groups, boy <laughs> bands, man groups, boy bands. You know, <laughs> like, true. they don't, they're not, like, and, ma- and like, maybe the girls are doing it right and maybe the, the men, we should see that more for men. But do you know what I mean? Like, they, like... Yeah they need to have this relationship with each other that like definitely is not required of boy bands Mm -hmm. right well because if they weren't best friends then the story like would be entirely about how they all hate each other (laughs) right you know what i mean like that's one of like as much as i love watching the olympics that's like the thing especially in figure skating something that like really bothers me a lot is that they'll play up this like rival which i apparently is how sports work listen (laughs) i'm not that into sports this is my least favorite part of sports is like that there's rivalry between people and and they do it with the women in a way that they don't do with the men and i find it really distasteful it makes me upset every time it happens i also love at the end when um the two uh movie pitch guys are they're in the dressing room and they're like narrating the what's happening and they're about to jump the bus over the bridge or the yeah the bridge and the one guy goes it's expensive and then they show a toy version doing it yeah, <laughs> yeah i did like that too that was funny it's like a, a slide whistle yeah like, <laughs> jumping over the bridge I did also like like the um the last scene like that's during the credits. I think that was my favorite yeah. scene in the movie. Well, yeah, because that's like everyone is out of character. Well, um, so is that scene like is that supposed to be them making the movie that we just saw or the movie that the guys are I mean, it's unclear, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, I couldn't decide either. Because they're, like, meeting people, like, they haven't met them before. Yeah, I think but it's just supposed to be, like, a behind-the-scenes. Yeah. It's just unclear as to which scenes it's behind. <laughs> I think that, Whether it's the movie think, or the movie within the right. movie. I think that they're getting together to shoot the movie that we just saw a fantasy of. That's the only thing that makes sense. Right. But the... The... One of them, I don't know their names. The one of the movie producer guys is there, like directing them, kind of. I don't know. It's confusing. <laughs> it's confusing, and nobody tried to like put it back together. They were like, "Yeah, no, it's fine. Just leave it." It is what it is. <laughs> but I do like also when they're like all five of them come up to the camera. And they're, like, pretending that they're looking at us and, like, talking to us. Yeah. And they're like, oh, someone, like, might be watching this on video. Like, what, is there nothing better on TV? I like that. There's nothing as good as Spice World. 
So I don't know. I watched Jessica Jones yesterday, and it was better than this. <laughs> yeah, the first season or the new season? The new season. I started, I, like, came home last night to watch this, and I watched that instead. <laughs> okay. All right. That's a strong endorsement. Yeah. I watched the first episode. I liked it. I have to keep yeah, watching season two. I like I like her. She's complicated. Yeah, I like her too. Yeah, I really like that. Show. I I only saw the first season, but it is very good. I also it's like one of the best um, representations of PTSD that I've seen. Yeah, on screen. wow, possibly yeah. the best. Um, I also watched Wonder Woman yesterday. Oh, but I only I, I watched. I haven't seen it. I'm like I did not emotionally not. ready. You only watched <laughs> I, what? I didn't watch the first, like, 45 minutes of it, which is apparently the part where they're on the Lady Island. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've seen that part. So I didn't see that part, and it is a okay. very terrible movie if you don't see that part, I think. Because, mm, like, all the reviews I read, like, really, like, complimented that part, but if you mm-hmm. don't see that, all you see is a token girl for two hours. Like, she's literally mm. the only... I think there's another woman, like, once. But, like... It, she's just like this girl with all these dudes because they didn't bother to write a story that made sense to have other women in it like they trapped yeah. her in like kind of real life world war one and so then it makes sense that there's not women around her i guess because she's in the action yeah but it's like that's not the story you had to tell right yeah, that, so was that was the pro- that was the that. problem I had with it too. But yes, yeah. there are women in the movie in the beginning. Yeah, in the first part's great, <laughs> and it's it's beautiful too. Like where yeah. they are, it's beautiful. Maybe I'll watch it one day. <laughs> I'm just like saving it for like when I am in the right place because I know I'm going to cry a lot and it's going to be emotional. Um... But one of the things that they brought up on how did this get made back to Space World um, is that, like, in movies, when babies get born, it's a boy. And they say it's a boy, like, 98% of the time. Um, So in this movie, it's actually a girl that gets born. And they say it's a girl. So at least there was that. Yeah. Yep. Girl power. Oh, man. I did not like how stupid they were during that part though like, <laughs> she goes into labor and they all become the dumbest people who've ever lived yeah I mean not everyone's good in a crisis not not one of the five of them can figure out how to <laughs> yeah they had this. their rubber gloves on they knew what to do <laughs> like I just don't appreciate how often their dumbness was played up for laughs there are other ways yeah. to be funny than to make a woman stupid. Yeah, and I think that, like, they, okay, so they might not be the best actresses, but I think that at least some of them have really good comedic timing. Yeah. And they could have yeah. done more comedy that didn't involve them, you know. Yeah. Oh, stupid. yeah. Especially, like, the dynamic between the five of them. They didn't, they hardly used that at all. That could be hilarious. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like when they did use that, it was, they, they were fighting. They were arguing about something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was written by two dudes and directed by a dude, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's like all that I have about it to say about it, which is surprising because I really enjoyed <laughs> this so much. You just love it so much. Yeah. 
The other best line in the movie is when Clifford's mad at them and is yelling at them and who is it? Somebody goes, you know, like, you know, fun, like, ha, 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 ha. Oh, That's yeah. like the line that always Baby sticks out. Ha, 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 ha. I also, remember that um, was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember that the most. Yeah. Um, they also, at some, at some point, all of the bathroom, all of the toilets <laughs> on the bus are backed up. Um, and so meatloaf is talking to their manager and he asks him to like unclog the toilets and he says uh that he would do any that he loves the girls he would do anything for them but i won't do that (laughs) reference to meatloaf single i would do anything for love parentheses but i won't do that whatever that whatever that is Oh, another thing that they said on how did this get made? A lot of balcony work in this movie, and there is there is like a lot. They people are on balconies like a lot. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that. It's yeah. I I don't think I would have noticed it if I hadn't listened to somebody pointed out the day beforehand. But a lot of balconies. (laughs) I can't even think of one. Um. Well, when they're in the nightclub, okay. At first, they're oh like, yeah, yeah. They leave their friend up there. Right, and at the cocktail um, party. Yep, there's a balcony in the cocktail party scene. There are balconies, um, whenever like at the performance place, but also in the rehearsal hall. Right. Um, I'm probably missing a few balconies. They really, truly were. Yeah, no. Long. Now that you, now that you pointed out. Uh, the film is included on Roger Ebert's most hated list. Huh. I read his review. It's funny. He hated it. He hated it. And it's short, too. Like, he could hardly even say anything about really? it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you go into this, like, expecting that you're going to watch, like, a capital M movie. Or, no, like, a but he o. doesn't, though. He had a sense of humor. Like, that's not how he views all the movies. He's not a snob. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's just impossible for me to imagine anyone not enjoying this movie because <laughs> it's a, just such a such a delight. At least think, for me. I think that part of my problem with it maybe is that like I hated being twelve and I hated being mm. thirteen. Like that age was horrible. I did too. Yeah. So like I agree. I. But don't look back on this time like happily yeah yeah so that's really interesting that you bring that up because i am a year younger than you mm-hmm. so this came out when i was like i guess 11 which was like just before i hit everything is terrible territory right. and mm-hmm. i'm three and a half years younger than you so i was seven eight so yeah so we were really like right that. in that target yeah. demo but yeah. i could totally see how you would relate that to this I'm trying to think of something that would have like happened when I was 12 that I would hate because it just Let's came see, out at that time like... 1999 yeah what happened in and 1999 was... the midst of Y2K it was a crazy time oh but I did love Titanic Everyone loves Titanic. Funny Titanic story. Uh, 
my friend Casey was like obsessed with Leonardo DiCaprio and right around when Titanic came out I guess it would have been after Titanic because there wound up some Titanic references wound up in this project her parents got I don't know if it was a treadmill maybe it was a new refrigerator it's it was something that came in an extremely large cardboard box that she turned into like a clubhouse but like a Leonardo DiCaprio themed clubhouse. <laughs> sounds great so there were like pictures of him cut out of like the teen magazines and stuff all up in there yeah those are that those are the, the innocent days before before everything got terrible I think um my only other notes are Mel B has a kid with Eddie Murphy question mark exclamation point oh yeah because oh, she does yeah. she does I did not know that until I was googling yeah um and that both Sporty Spice and Jerry were bulimic like really Fee was yeah. not kind to them hmm I mean, are you surprised? No, but, like, I feel like it just needs to be talked about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because, like, they're, uh, you know, so much of it, of their fame was wrapped up in their image. Right. and um, Well, and especially at Sporty, least. like, you know, she was had muscles. Like, she was, yeah. you know, she wasn't a, yeah. a built like a small girl. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was. And Jerry is, like, she was small, but... Yeah. Um, It's Endometriosis Awareness Month, and I read in Emma's Wikipedia article that at some point she was diagnosed with endometriosis. So, Mm. how about that? I mean, that sucks for her, but... (laughs) One in ten menstruators will have it at some point in their life. Yeah. Okay, here's the top five movies from 1999. I feel like you wouldn't have feelings about any of these, though. <laughs> Try me. <laughs> the Sixth Sense is number one. Okay. Toy Story 2 is number two. Okay. Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me is number three. Which is that one the is first? That? That's the first Powers? one. Yeah. That's the first one? Yeah. Okay. Um, or no, Matrix. it's the second one, because oh. Man of Mystery is the first one. Yeah, International Man of Mystery, because I loved the first one. Yeah. 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 Um, The Matrix. Okay. And Tarzan. Tarzan was the fifth biggest movie? What? The cartoon or the live action one? Um, The cartoon. Um, Are you looking at the Flavor Wire article? Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, American Beauty, Boys Don't Cry, Eyes Wide Shut, Fight Club. Interesting. I was looking... It's not that I don't have feelings about these, but I just feel like I saw all of them much later. Because none yeah, of those yeah. were things that I should have been watching at that age. I was looking <laughs> no, up no, no, general, no. like, pop culture in 1999. Can I read you the top five songs? Maybe that will help. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Baby One More Time by Britney Spears is number one. Okay. Classic. Um, Mambo number five is number two. <laughs> also classic. Blue oh. is number three. Oh, Leanne Rhymes? No. Um, Eiffel 65. 
that oh, song. Okay. Oh my what God. about that song? <laughs> I that's that just have a lot of memories attached to that song. Yeah. How ridiculous it was. <laughs> oh man, um, 1999. What a good year for for pop music. Yeah. Number four is No Scrubs by TLC. Mm-hmm. And number five is I Want It That Way. Wow. All of my memories, or not all memories, but, like, I remember listening to most of those songs, like, at Livingston Gymnastics, like, on the yeah. team. Yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely. Or, like, in and, like, carpool. Betsy being mad at us that we were singing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 2000 was the year when everything got terrible. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, because those songs are pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think, so I had a realization while we were talking about that. Um... I feel like for me there was like a divide between the stuff that I was supposed to like and the stuff mm-hmm. that I actually liked. Mm-hmm. And like I feel like for me the Spice Girls was a thing that I was supposed to like, but like Austin Powers was a thing that I actually liked. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. You were a um alternative uh teenager. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. That's not the word <laughs> I wanted to like, use. Austin Powers is a uh, No, but like, like but, like, how I was probably, like, ten when that came out. Right. Like, it wasn't, like, everybody else's favorite movie. But, I like, I yeah. remember you watching it. So, because you watched it, I watched it. <laughs> like, I remember watching that movie a lot. And I was probably too young for it. But. <laughs> Mom and Dad didn't care. I mean, they just thought I had good taste, so they were like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> 2000, the iPod came out. Mm-hmm. So. And Freaks and Geeks. And that I remember being really important, like, important to me, because I was like, oh, okay, good. Like, <laughs> there are other Freaks and Geeks out yeah. there. Wow, that was 2000? Yeah. 18 years ago. Well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't watch it until, like, yeah, very recently. Either. Oh, okay. No, I loved that show when it was on. I did my part to keep it on the air, but no one else did. <laughs> now I'm just looking at pop culture lists from the early 2000s. I, I couldn't find as good a list for 2000, like the good flavor wire one. Yeah, I, mean, I found... Uh, 28 pop culture moments that will transport you to the early 2000s. Ooh, share that in the Discord. Yeah, I'm going to. It's a pretty good list. But it is like, it's when like like, it's when like Christina Aguilera and like Britney like went from cute to like sexy. Sexy. Oh, is it when they kissed? Extremely sexy. Uh, no, I no. think that was like 2002. I think maybe. that was yeah. I think that was later. But like, I'm a slave for you came out, and like mm. Moulin Rouge, you know, with Christina Aguilera and Lil Kim, and that oh, song, yeah, the Lady Marmalade song. Ooh, Ghost World. Hot American Summer. Why are flip-flops on this list? Wait, really? Yeah, number nine, flip-flops. Oh, I missed that. Do we not know those now? An invention of the the early 2000s? I guess people just wore a lot of them. 
but they still do, so... Flip-flops? <laughs> <laughs> right? I finally got to that part. <laughs> what? You, what? <laughs> Those people also are not wearing 90s clothes in that flip-flop no, picture. No, they're not. <laughs> I like how it's listed as Britney Spears did strange things with a snake at the VMAs. <laughs> that was like a big deal. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Ah, the Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, it was the beginning of Josh Hartnett. Uh. Shakira's hips are truth tellers par excellence. And they tell us to buy Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a good one. 60 pictures that perfectly capture the 2000s. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh I wonder what kind of eyebrows we're going to see. <gasps> we should just do an eyebrow podcast. <laughs> we should. Do you talk about eyebrows a lot? Yeah. Lately, uh, lately yes. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've like taught Joey a lot of things about eyebrows that I didn't know before. He notices eyebrows on his own sometimes now. Wow. <laughs> I, I oh, definitely man. notice eyebrows. Yeah. We were raised um, to notice eyebrows. Yeah, it's true. Her mother pointed them out a lot. <sighs> Number one on this uh, list of 60 pictures that perfectly capture the 2000s that you just sent us is uh, like the first generation iMac. <laughs> those bubble computers. Uh-huh. Oh man, I loved those. I wanted one so badly. And now they're so goofy looking. Yeah, they're weird. I remember my, my best friend growing up, her brother had one but we like weren't allowed to touch it <laughs> i should also mention that uh, posing with the imac are both ja Rule and nelly right. at a sprite.com website launch party uh, oh tom green doing tom green things cisco enthusiastically holding a cisco branded song <laughs> with purple tinted sunglasses oh man Destiny's Child, four of them. Wow. Oh my god, Justin Timberlake can barely have facial hair in this picture. (laughs) Oh, and his outfit's terrible. Justin, what were you doing? Oh, he had some some rough years. All of these outfits are awful. Wow, B.B. Ryan Seacrest. Hillary Duff and Aaron Carter sharing a tender moment on the red carpet of the Lizzie McGuire movie. <laughs> Alright, I think we are done talking about Spice World. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. We're now just we're just looking at pictures on the internet. <laughs> and there aren't even Making eyebrows in the A pictures. great podcast. They're not what? Uh, there are some of them. I mean, look at this picture of J-Lo and Justin Timberlake. And Halle Berry, look at how small their eyebrows are. And look, in the background, Juicy Couture sweatsuit. Wow. Baby blue. Velour. Terrible oh, yeah, look. That is a lot of I can't stuff. believe those were so big for as like long as they were. She have eyebrows. Which one? Geo's eyebrows. They're very small. They're very small. Oh my god. Oh, wow. You know, I, I like conjured an image of Christina Aguilera from her so-called dirty period um, and then I saw an actual picture of her and there's so much more underboob than <laughs> I remember so there being. so much underboob like yeah. I remember that outfit wow 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 yeah, yeah. that's a big deal 
Okay. Oh, oh. Well, I just saw a picture of Justin and Kelly, which reminded me that Space World is actually written by the same person who wrote from Justin to Kelly, which allegedly is a better movie. Oh. But I've, I've never, never seen, seen that one. I've never seen it either. I... I've never seen that one. I've listened to the How Did This Get Made enough times that I actually feel like I've seen the movie, but I have not seen it. It's one of my favorite episodes. Uh, Kelly Clarkson's eyebrows are very small in this picture, and I think that's Paula Abdul that she's standing next to, who has even tinier eyebrows. <laughs> oh, Nellie and his face band-aid. Oh, yeah. Oh, Avril Lavigne. Loved her. That was me at 12. Oh, with Kelly Osborne. Yeah. Yeah. I did not love her at the time. I thought she was a poser. Uh-huh. Uh, but now I, without any shame whatsoever, will sing Complicated at the top of my lungs. <laughs> that whole album is great. It's so good. Is it? Yes. It's really good. It's still good. Poor Avril Lavigne. She got a real bad rap. She did. Have you seen the rumors about how she died and there's... <laughs> doppelganger living but her life what's really sad about that is that like she's actually like come out and said like i've been dealing with lyme disease yeah. for like several years oh, and it's like yeah. had a really large impact on my life and my appearance and like if you could please great. stop talking about how i might be dead that would be great so i don't appreciate that but yeah who uh, there's somebody else that there are those weird rumors. Oh, Andrew W.K., that he's been, like, replaced with a replicant. Is really? Because he seems like he's been the yeah. same for 25 years. I thought that, too, and then I looked at some, like, conspiracy theory pictures and was like, okay, I'd believe it. I mean, I don't actually believe it, but I could if I wanted to. Uh, I wish that you... Jordan enjoyed Spice World as much as Allie and I did. I'm sorry that you didn't. That's okay. Sometimes you gotta take a hit for this podcast. Yeah. I just feel like we haven't, like, had anything really good in a while. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe just nothing's good anymore. (laughs) Everything is terrible. Maybe it's all ruined. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. Which is as good a place as any to end a podcast. <laughs> so uh, you can find more wistful thinking wherever you get your podcasts and at cageclub.me. Um, Allie, do you have anything that you want to talk about and or promote? Nope. <laughs> no. Okay. How about you, Jordan? Also, nope. <laughs> also, no. Okay. Cool. Just listen um, to Wistful Thinking. Was, there you go. And if you want to see how I spend all my time um, on Instagram at JordoPC, it's mostly circus videos that are not yeah. even very good, but it's how I spend all my time, so. The, they're they're cool, definitely she does cool. cool things. I'm impressed. Cool flying things. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I'm also very impressed. <laughs> um, I was on a recent episode of. P.S. I Love Hoffman, another podcast here on the Cage Club Podcast Network about the work of Philip Seymour Hoffman. We talked about one of the Hunger Games movies, the second one, even though I accidentally watched the first one, and then we had to reschedule. (laughs) Um, 
Well, because he's like not in the second one very much, and I remembered that, so it was entirely plausible that I could watch an entire movie and then ten minutes before the end realize that he was never going to show up. Yeah. uh, Which was what happened. Um, But I did watch Catching Fire eventually, and we did podcast about it, so go check that out. Um, It was also on their Patch Adams episode a long time ago. And I have another podcast called... Were you going to say something? No, you finished. Sorry, I thought of a thing I could plug. Oh, okay. Uh, I also have another podcast called In Sickness and In Health. You can find that at insicknesspod.com and wherever you get your podcasts. And Jordan thought of something I was on um I was on one of the recent episodes of Watch the Throne um oh yeah you were sweet November if you want to hear me talk mm-hmm. about hot dogs about what about how it was a terrible movie <laughs> go listen to that hot dogs oh hot dogs yep okay there's a really fantastic Keanu Reeves hot dog speech and oh well Allie I've made you watch that um the gymnastics movie that Keanu Why? Reeves was in. And I'm sure I made you watch the hot dog scene more than once. Uh, <laughs> no? I still need to Maybe. see that. I don't know. Keanu Reeves has a history with hot dogs that I think is hilarious. <laughs> I bet it is. <laughs> so that was three separate Keanu mentions in this podcast. <laughs> well, not... You mentioned The Matrix, you know, distinctly mention Keanu Reeves but anyway go check out Keanu Club cageclub.me and we'll talk to you next time on Wistful Thinking bye bye bye